Hey, it's Tarzan's other party. He built our damn. We're gonna fill our pop culture holes with things we have not seen before, and it's past his prime to talk about it. This is very past his we prime. We need to a talk man. About it. Wait, no. No. What? Oh, he ruined it already. <laughs> hey, this week we're gonna talk about Flash Dance. I'm not Bill. I'm a maniac. A maniac. You're a maniac. And I'm gonna dance like I've never danced before. In 1983. The film, also known as Bill's Misguided Youth. Kind of. Also known there as... There could have been an eight-year-old Bill walking in the background in some of these shots. Also known as, then that scene is over, the movie. Good luck trying to synopsize this movie, because this is... Oh, my God. Flashdance, also known as, a I... bad movie. I don't know why, but this movie... I was actually fine with this movie until about halfway through. Mm -hmm. I was 45 minutes into the movie... For some reason, I was convinced I was towards the end, mm -hmm. and I hit pause just to see how close to the end of the movie we were. And yeah, it was 45 minutes in, and I was astonished at how <laughs> slow it was moving. Mm. And I just realized because there's no fucking plot to this there's movie. There's no plot. In fact, actually, this movie would be over in five minutes if, because one of the first things she does is she goes to a dance academy, and if she just like stayed at the dance academy to do her audition, the movie would have been over, and that's it. Mm -hmm. Like it's like. It's like if, like, Star Wars started with Luke Skywalker, he goes to the Death Star and he thinks about maybe dropping a photon torpedo into the Death Star, <laughs> and then suddenly he walks away and has to spend the rest of the movie to be convinced to do it again yeah. by a weirdo with a Jufro. So I was like, um, I was like, yeah, and one of the other reasons I chose Slash Dance, I was like, oh, it takes place in Bill's hometown. Yeah. He'll have plenty to say about that. I do, that's I'll what's have, going on. I'll, like, I'll have plenty to say about the dance aspect of this. Yeah. It'll be entertaining for us to talk about our own personal yeah. shit with this movie. It's, it was bad times. It'll be a delight, delightful salad medley of, yeah. of opinions about but things. It was, not, it was a bad time. So you didn't, have, you didn't care much for it either? No. Did you hate it? I, Hate's a strong word here, yeah, but because it's so inert. It's so nothing. Yeah, it's a fucking. It's it's like you go to a restaurant and they give you like a like a fucking like a dessert that tastes like nothing and has no sub substance to it. It's just like why do they pay money for this? It's not even bad. It's just like there's nothing here. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like biting into a corn dog with no corn in, with no dog in it. So you're just eating the corn and you're like, I mean, the corn I guess by itself is okay, but I wanted the dog. The dog was gonna make it. There's so many scenes where nothing happens. It is just... And it's building to nothing. There's no, like, plot arcs. Again, the closest thing to the plot this movie has is, is she going to go to the dance academy? Mm-hmm. And, and that happens at the beginning, she says no, and then the end, oh, yeah, we should... We and should, it, we should. The movie doesn't even waste time starting with the only thing people know the movie for, and it's, it's the it's... damn song. Oh, it doesn't? Yeah. I can't remember. I just saw this last night. I do like the weirdly pretentious title shot, though, because it's... It's Flashdance scrolling by and filling the screen in a bright red pirate font. Mm. Flashdance! It's gonna blow your mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it just cuts to her... What I feel like oh, is that... Oh, da -da 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 -da. One of the most 80s of songs. Yeah, she's just biking on the streets She's riding of on a bike. Uh, with, she's got a hard hat on the back of her bike, but she's not wearing a bike helmet. That is not safety conscious, young you lady. Kill two kill with two kill two kill kill. Kill where kill the, kill. Where the construction helmet that works as a bike helmet? He, he, he Absolutely, it won't fly off at all when you get hit well, by a car. Well, just put his chin strap on it. Get some rope. But yeah, she's uh, 
according to this, uh, she's leaving her house on the north side of Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. and suddenly she's dry- She's biking up from the south side of Pittsburgh <laughs> to downtown to work at the steel mill, which is also which seems to be in the strip district. It's also not a steel mill. It's like a welding construction place. Where she welds the same piece of metal through the entire oh. movie, and she's not even welding it; she's cutting it with a welder's torch. Yeah, and not even welding well, anything together. Just, like, I, like I can't remember how they describe what her job is supposed to be in real life, but I've always heard her. She's supposed to be a steel worker. Yeah, which would suggest she works in a steel mill, which where they like melt down steel components of the, and iron and stuff and me- yeah. make it into steel. Where there's like big molten vats of stuff. Mm-hmm. No. They're, like, in some parking garage where people, a couple of guys are digging up stuff. Yeah, it's and like three other survive. people are welding pieces of metal together? Like, what? They're not, it's no, a... they're not even melding, welding pieces of metal together. They're inside giant metal tubes welding the metal tube. And I don't even, it's not even a construction site, sucks. really. It's just people no. kind of fucking around in hard hats. Like, I don't know what This hard... movie is full of, this is what I think this lifestyle <laughs> exactly, is like. Exactly, yeah. We don't actually know anything about the it. The bar? We'll get to the bar. Yeah, but yeah, anyway. So, yeah, opening credits, uh, written by Joe Esterhaus, which he wrote like basic instinct and stuff like hmm. later on the 90s became a big thing and where, also like he was he was selling scripts for like five million dollars a piece also one of the producers is jerry bruckheimer that's the other thing yeah which <laughs> and i saw two of the other producers were john goober peters uh Don one, simpson was one of well, them well, P- well peter gruber was the guy who wound up like like uh being the producer on like tim burton's batman mm. and he was a he was famous because he was um Who's the lady with the big schnoz who sings? Barbara Streisand? Yeah, she was Barbara Str- he was Barbara Streisand's hairdresser. Hmm. And just because oh. of his Hollywood contacts, he became a movie producer, and it yeah. turns out he was one of the biggest like idiot tyrant movie producers of ever. Mm. And yeah, I guess he worked on this too, but uh but yeah, this movie is slipshot as hell. Yeah. Um but yeah, so yeah, she's, she's she's a welder, I guess. Sure, why not? Yeah. Aside from the fact no welder in the history of ever has looked like her. <laughs> she's only like twenty years old. How, how, they do suggest later she's filling out her application for the dance academy and she has to supply information about her dad and she's and according to the application her dad was a steel worker yeah. or a, like a was whatever the hell she does so i guess that's how she like became a steel worker too because yeah. you wonder like what and you, her name is alex you can tell because she's got it written on her welding helmet in fancy herself yeah and she, i guess she can't afford a car so she just bikes to the where whatever vague place yeah. she works at is yeah and now the movie's in a strip club or dance club or something i don't the know because it's cd bar it's, it's which n- also has like a theater it's not really promenade. stripping that they're doing she's yeah. just writhing around on the stage or actually somebody in a terrible wig of her hair is writhing around on the stage that sure as shit ain't her in a strip club you have multiple stages where the ladies come out and actually strip this is one stage with like a little like tongue sticking out mm-hmm. where the ladies come out and not really strip they no, just dance they just dance horribly and slightly revealing clothing mm-hmm. while everyone else is having like a blue collar like pittsburgh bar experience yeah. and it's just like and no one's like giving her money or tipping her no. or anything like it's the weirdest i don't know and she and she does the water dump on herself and the, the most the most minutes the, the, oh my, that's that's I can the most the movie famous now. scene in the movie and it happens <laughs> almost immediately when the movie starts and i like so that happens. That happens, and, and, yeah. And yeah. I sent you, when I was like, Bill, we're going to do Flashdance. Yeah. I sent you an image of that scene when I was like, it's Flashdance, kabloosh, kabloosh. Yeah. And your response was, uh, quite choice. You said, where is it? Hold on. 
Stay with us, people. We're gonna be. This could be a hilarious. Man, we episode. talked a lot more. You screamed in all caps. Pittsburgh water ain't that clean. It should look more like bedpan drippings. Because <laughs> Pittsburgh water had been polluted by all the steel mills, so it's not that clean. Uh, the dance academy she goes to is black because that's not because it was black stone. That's soot from all the steel mills. Yeah. I mean, granted, when I was a kid in the 80s, it was not that dirty. It had been like 30 years since the steel mills had been shut down. But still, it was like, yeah, Pittsburgh. <laughs> You have a lot of faults. You've got that weird peop- love-hate thing people have for their hometown. Exactly, yeah. Where I love my city wasn't nearly as... It's easy to make jokes about because it was like a dirty steel town mm-hmm. for the longest time. But it just kind of turned into a normal, clean, kind of rust belt, kind of like town on the rocks when I was a kid growing mm-hmm. up there. But yeah, she just dumps... Like, this is the money shot of the... Well, it's funny because this is, is this the dance she starts off where she's in a big baggy suit? And yeah, she takes it off, maybe. and suddenly it's that on That happens a, rack. a couple times. Yeah, there's a couple weird things, and like, yeah, and so she finally strips down. She, well, she strips down, she's got like a bodice on, and she rips off the bodice. So she essentially just got like a garter belt, and she's like a, top a filmy, like barely, like no bra, yeah. and then she dumps herself with water, and she's got a perm that's all wet, that looks super <laughs> gross, and she's like strutting around like Dr. Frankenfurter. Yeah, she does a lot of just punching just the air. It's fucking like, terrible. You know what, I think this, have you ever seen The Breakfast Club? Yeah. Uh, who's uh who, the main guy? Not the 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 jock guy. Yeah. Emilio Estevez. He dances. I don't know if his dances are tribute to this because he's like he's kind of strutting and dancing like this. It's not sensuous dancing. No. It's just strutting and just like this is not appealing. This is I I can see why the water thing became the big thing that came out of this movie because it's the only sensuous thing that happens in this movie. Her stripping isn't erotic. Her dancing's not very good. There's just a lot of running around and pointing at the air and bouncing around. Yeah. But... There's two gross guys watching her dance, and one's like, 5, 7, 2, 8, 9, 4, 3, 2, 5, 7. And the guy's like, what's that? That's his social security number. She works for you. Why does this guy know her solo well, show? Yeah, because this seems to be just one of the other schlubs at the bar. Is he, like, one of her co-workers? And she's like, like how? oh, well, I guess he must be because he's outing her social security number. Were you upset at the severe lack of Pittsburgh accents in this movie? Oh, yeah. Well, you got the one guy. That's guy, he's got, like, a Chicago, like, hey, what are you doing? But, yeah, everyone should be like, hey, I'm going out in Mount Washington and watch some Steelers go to Kennywood and that. <laughs> I can't even do a proper Pittsburgh accent. Google Pittsburgh accents. That's a social security um, number. The hot, sexy werewolf guy from True Blood, who was also in Magic Mike. You mm. don't know who I'm talking about. I know about. you're talking about. He's from Pittsburgh, and there's a great segment where he was on, like, the Conan O'Brien show or something like that, and he is asked to do a Pittsburgh accent, and it's fucking hilarious because it's per- The Pittsburgh accent is one of the ugliest accents ever <laughs> in, in the English language because it's so just like, yeah, how do you do when you me, me, me? But yeah, there's no one. You can tell they just brought a bunch of actors out from LA to be on this movie because, yeah, just everyone should be like, yeah. Well, Hey, I'm gonna watch. Hey, is Mr. Rogers on? I mean, nah, 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 nah. This this episode will be good if nothing else. Then it'll get y'all your Pittsburgh talk out. Cause how often in movies oh, I get are to talk set, about Pittsburgh? Are yeah. set in Pittsburgh. Yeah, and this is filmed mostly in Pittsburgh. There's some sh- uh, bits that were filmed in LA. Mm-hmm. And, and actually, there's a part where they go through a tunnel, which is the Blade Runner tunnel. I was like, that's not Pittsburgh, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, pre- prepare for me to be like, oh yeah, I once stole a stole a video game magazine from that. <laughs> from that magazine store she's walking by but yeah. yeah oh god but it's mabby's bar yeah maybe's or something yeah Mab- or something yeah. yeah the name does not matter but oh uh, look we're introduced to richie the bar cook he's been on screen for 20 seconds and oh. i already brought him to be murdered because he's just telling a bunch of lame Polak jokes yeah. and he's just laughing at his own jokes what what do you call 
a pimple on a Pollock's ass. A brain tumor. <laughs> like, fucking kill he this guy right out. now. There's a lesbian with a heart on. <laughs> and there's the blonde girl who is waitressing at the bar who kind of laughs at her at his jokes, which you find out later that they're dating. Yeah. Yeah. She makes bad They do choices. have, I mean, they supposedly this is a set built in L.A., but they did the... They did a little bit of their homework, and there's, like, Iron City beer mm. uh, stickers and stuff hanging up. So it looks, like, it doesn't look not unlike what you would see a Greasy Spoon in Pittsburgh, but yeah. Mm. Um, and then the dressing room. A bunch of girls talking about how some guy's not calling. He hasn't called, but he's gonna call. Scene I end. do not remember this. Because it's because it's fucking, that's all that happens. <laughs> it's all incidental bits. And then it's the next day Nothing connects to each other, yeah. The guy that signs her paychecks, who was at the bar, hits on her. Oh. Dude, she's wearing headphones and reading a magazine. Leave her alone. Oh, she's reading Vogue magazine, that's his inroad, where he's like, he's like I read I, Vogue. Oh, my wife read yeah. Vogue. Uh, Vogue. I, I mean, your ex-wife. We're divorced. Uh, yeah. I saw you dance last night. Don't be a creep. I am already so bored in this movie. I paused it to check Twitter, and just when I happened to pause it, I noticed that there's construction worker in the foreground who walks by with a uh, peanuts lunchbox. Yeah. Which, that cracked me. That's nice. the highlight of this film so far, is the guy <laughs> had a... What steel workers going to lunch with a peanuts lunchbox? Yeah. But kudos to that guy. So... But, that's not. She won't date him that's, because that's it's a boss. He just kind of yeah. goes away. Yeah. Then she goes home to her giant warehouse ha- mansion. Which, to be fair, I mean, this is also filmed in Pittsburgh too. But there's enough empty warehouses and stuff in Pittsburgh. You you could be, not even rent a loft. You could just squat like in an mm. empty warehouse. At least uh, she has a cute dog. He named Butcher or Dong Dingo or something like that. Dong Dingo. Dong Dingo. <laughs> Dongo dislikes smoke. Um. She turns on the TV, which this gave me a boner. Because she's watching WPTT Channel 22, which was my favorite UHF channel as a kid. Because yeah. they would show almost nothing but Planet of the Apes uh, marathons and reruns of Star Trek. Wow. Well, this time, they're showing some shitty dancing on the screen. Yeah. And it inspires her. They did not show ballet dancing. Yeah. No. Hulk Hogan's Rockin' Wrestling will return after these messages. Ever wonder what happened to your favorite TV shows? Check TV 22 this fall, because we have them right here. If it's action and sci-fi adventure you're looking for, come on and beam aboard for Star Trek. Swing back to the 50s for a look at the good times of happy days. Join Archie and Edith for everyone's favorite, All in the Family. And if it's movies you're looking for, we have the best that Hollywood has to offer. WPTT TV 22 has it all for you this fall. Come on and beam aboard. And now back to Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling. Um, she has books and images of dance and everything. This movie's just setting up. She's a super she, boner for dancing. She tapes up her feet. And, oh, yeah. And Maniac starts playing. And why is she spraying sweat everywhere? She's, she's doing a thing where she's she like... She is a drenched She's lowering sweat. her vagina on the ground. There's water falling off her body. Can't even tell where it's coming from. Well, she's we say seriously her. seriously too We're, wet. We should be saying the stand-ins for her because they pointedly do not show her face throughout oh, most of this montage. They backlight the hell out of this. All of her body doubles. That's, I, they, they just get, hire a dancer. That's what they did. Then why doesn't she dance? Oh, you mean just for the role? Yeah. You know, like, yeah, that's... You think it, I mean she acts okay, but you think it, they could have easily just found someone who's a professional dancer and got them hire, to train them to act. Hire a dancer with a Pittsburgh accent. She really was, go all out. Oh god, you do not want that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's beautiful dancing and like, yeah, I need some potato patch for. I can't even do the word for. Don't tan tan stillers. I gotta go wash stillers again. wash my clothes. Go dan tan. Yeah. Oh Jesus. But yeah, so she's 
this is just jerk off material. This uh, well, yes. I I saw them making this movie. This movie was one of the first movies that was um kind of influenced by the impact of MTV. MTV was brand new at the time this movie mm. was being made, and so they came up with the idea of like we're not gonna make a movie musical where people are gonna sing. But, like, in place of the musical moments you would otherwise have in a musical, we'll have music videos. We'll have a top, we'll have a big uh, song set to her dancing and being sexy and stuff like that. Mm. This is one of the fir- first big instances. Does nothing to move the plot along, which yeah. is one of the first things if you're writing a musical, you should, a musical should do something. No, this is her just dancing, dancing. I like. Black leotards well, flying everywhere, that's it. We'll put air quotes around dancing because running in place on your tippy toes going <laughs> is not dancing, and it's what she mostly does. Well, yeah, I take it this is also where all the foot warmers, leotards, and sweatshirts with the necks cut out in the 80s came from. And also, this is the second movie in a row featuring a shot of the camera, le- camera lovingly leering on a woman's hip egg as she practices a dance. But yeah, she's just like running in place. Mm-hmm. And the camera's so zoomed up on her feet, you can see the hairs on the knuckles of her toes. Lovely. And like, yeah, she's just there running in place. <laughs> mm-hmm. And just like, yeah, it's... it's. And then that scene's done. Yeah. Uh, and now she's going to go to some dance place downtown where ballet dancers are just dancing in the marbled line hallways. And she asks where the admissions is. As this, this actually might want to be one of my big Pittsburgh freakouts. Oh yeah. Because this is not. This is technically the Carnegie Museum in Pittsburgh, which I spent a metric fuck ton of time in as a kid because I took art lessons there. Mm. Uh, she is walking into the right hand entrance, which is right next to the music hall. Uh, the music hall entrance is the kind of like Blade Runnery looking marble statue yeah. place where all the yeah, old ballerinas are like all loosening up and getting ready for their auditions and stuff. But. Uh, yeah, it's a Blackstone building, which, uh, this is what I was saying, uh, mentioning earlier, where that wasn't actually Blackstone, that was just soot. But yeah, this is, of all the locations in this movie, this this is the one that's dearest and nearest to my heart, because I spent so much time here as a kid, but yeah. And there's a panning shot of some feet. Oh no, she's different, she's wearing boots. All these girls look like dancers. I, she yeah. looks like a welder. Which, it's a nice... She can't be a dancer, she doesn't fit in, so she leaves and runs. What a dumb asshole. It's a nice bit of characterization when they do the pan across the feet, just to show that she's slightly different from all the other girls here, but like, it's a, like, but, a fucking... But dan- nothing actually happens to warrant her just suddenly freaking out and running away. And I've known more dancers that de- dress like her than anything and else. Also, you know what? If you want to survive in a creative field, you have to have more balls than this. This is this is one of the things from the movie. I'm like, I understand this is supposed to be like a little bit of a fairy tale of a story, but you need to want this more than this. Just and she pouting in your empty apartment. Well, just no. It's not like she gets <laughs> talked on or shit on by anyone else no. or sees someone else practicing who's so, who's so good that she gets really intimidated. Yeah. She just can't even bother to be like sit out in the waiting room. It's just mm-hmm. like, oh my fucking god. Uh, so she does run through uh the uh carnegie hall of sculpture which is very specifically inside that museum is a place where i spent a lot of time drawing those statues she mm-hmm. runs past and also uh doesn't make any sense because she runs from one end of the hall to the other and then runs d- downstairs and like essentially does a 360 and runs opposite from where she she could have just taken a she staircase got, she was lost she runs past the st- oh yeah exactly <laughs> but she runs past the staircase that she could have taken anyway but yeah. what an asshole yeah I'm, I'm already against her right <laughs> from the start she doesn't even know her way around the carnegie museum but, yeah so she's now back at her job she gets on an elevator with the boss guy. They ride up together. Nothing's said. Yes. Then he asks her out. She won't have dinner with her boss. Then that scene's over. <laughs> now she goes to a house and sees really some... going to be that scene she over. She sees some old lady. Maybe it's her mom, her aunt, her old teacher. Fuck, I don't know. I, don't, I went back and rewatched this to understand exactly what's happening. So this is Hannah, Hannah who is yeah. an old 
dancer too, mm-hmm. who somehow just seems to be her mentor. I guess. And we never understand it. Like, but she didn't never take explained. lessons from her any time because she's like, I never take a lesson. Yeah, it's just like someone who knows a lot about dance, and she just kind of goes by and checks. It's not like she's even bringing her in a newspaper or checking in on her. I don't know what's going on. But she just she it's just like goes just... there for motivation. Tell me I'm good, Hannah. Yeah, and isn't is this the scene where Hannah's like, did you go to the audition? She's like, no, I didn't go to the audition. Yeah, I was busy. She says, yeah. yeah. Which at that point, Hannah should say, "Well, fuck you if you're not successful. If you're not getting fucking yeah, if you... hmm. yeah." The old lady tells her she's good. She should do it, and then that scene's done. Yeah. Is anything interesting gonna happen in this nope. movie? It's been twenty minutes, and we're just <laughs> farting around in Pittsburgh. Yeah. So it's terrible when the fact that your podcast mate was born in this town is the most interesting thing that is happening. <laughs> yeah. Despite this movie being being about dance and you're a professional dancer. So oh god. So she goes to confession. Says she's been thinking about sex a lot. She told a lie. She lied to the old lady. She didn't actually audition. She couldn't go through with it. Scene over. That, yeah. Now, uh, we're introduced to Mr. Body. Okay, good. I'm glad I didn't have to point this out. Yeah. Leaving from the band Fear. Yeah. His name is Leaving. <laughs> Which I'm assuming that's made up. I've got to be. But yeah, he's he played Mr. Body in Clue. Yeah. So. He's standing outside a strip job. He naked girls. He got two girls. years of acting in boobs. Hollywood between this. But yeah, he's totally we got doing this. Boobs. Come see our boobs. We got girls. I like how you're making him sound like Charles Fleischer in Back to the Future too. And then I would have bet on the Cubbies. And then that's over. Yeah, I do. Now well, Alex... they're setting up Zanzibar as a bad place to work at because yeah. he's a sleazeball. And then Alex is at the laundromat with her friend, I guess? I don't understand. So this friend who's... I, I for, the, for half the film, I thought the blonde, her blonde friend, mm-hmm. which according to IMDb is her sister. Boo? I thought the... <laughs> you made me swallow my drink wrong. I thought the Ow. blonde friend was Genie from the bar. It's not? No. They're i don't know there's a blonde there's multiple blonde ladies the movie really doesn't do a good job hashing them out this movie is very badly written yeah and it's, directed and edited and paced it, yeah there's a reason why the only thing people remember about Flashdance are water and the two songs from the soundtrack so they leave the wa- laundromat yeah. and the guy who mr body says you just come work for me and then Alex says, did you know the smallest penis ever recorded was one point when it when and then they drive away <laughs> zing this is this is how you get your rocks off. This is Pittsburgh. Welcome I mean, to she it. didn't. She could have said. Even a, she could have said like it's one point one inches. You should let them know you, about yours so you yeah, can break I that record. Yeah, I saw your name in the Guinness Book of World. Congratulations. Do you do have your side back from Guinness Book? But of she World didn't Rockers? insult him. She just yeah. told him a random factoid about penises. He calls her like a cunt or something like that. I don't and they know. They just drive off, and it's just like, okay, this was so this. Yeah. So then the girls are. Working out? Sexy working out? Again, it Good just gravy, makes you terrible. Yeah. One of the girls bitched this about, hey, he still hasn't called me. You should call him. Don't worry, he'll call. Oh, call. Don't they end up at the ice skating ring, too? Is this. So then Alex and her. That scene's done. <laughs> then Alex and her friend are walking. Th- or sister. I don't know. The blonde They're lady who's not the street And start to watch some B Boys breakdance. Oh, yeah. What the fuck is going on? Can we have a scene last for more than three minutes? Mm-hmm. I do like, you can see there's a cop car driving down the road that they're all dancing in. I actually like the way it's that sh- that's that shot, but it's edited in a way where you can see that the cop car is like zipping back and forth depending on how, uh, it is a whole thing, but yeah. And this is uh, 14th and Broad Street I where s- I got a hooker. <laughs> <laughs> this is where I saw a dead bird once. <laughs> <laughs> and this is uh, really, uh, um, but um, yeah, according to the internet, this is clever script writing because they're setting up this is where she learns the breakdancing move that saves her ass at the audition Fuck at the you. end. <laughs> just, just... Fuck you, internet. 
god. <sighs> and then par- uh, that, that scene ends, <laughs> and now we see a traffic cop directing traffic. I guess it's the kind oh, of dancing he's is- doing. <laughs> sure, why not? Well, she's just mocking. He's not even really dancing, putting on a show, but he's just doing elaborate like cop. Yeah. Thing. He's just put a spin on his cop stuff. Yeah. Though, but he's just having a good time. And then she starts mocking him by like doing her little dance, mocking him. Mm-hmm. And then he pushes her into traffic, and she dies. And that's the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah. What are we talking about next week? Fucking fuck, man. Uh, just, and then, now they're eating at. So wait, is the ice skating her lady, her sister, or her friend? I think of both. Right now, we might as well it's say penny. both. So that would so be friend. her parents as well, but it can't be. That's what I'm saying because, like, she makes. Well, she's eat- okay. She's eating her friends. That's house. what I'm wondering because she never treats those her parents like her parents. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, is it not? It's not Penny. Penny is the chick from Dirty Dancing. What's this lady's name? <laughs> oh no, Hannah's the old lady. I never bought. It. Do they even say? I'm sure they say her name. I don't know. Ice skating blonde friend. There's two blonde. Pe- there's the ice skating friend, and there's yeah. Uh, this is I, ice skating friend. The only reason I bring up the ice skating because uh, the they ice skated at the Monroeville Mall ice rink, which was also the same ice rink they ice skated in Dawn of the Dead. Mm. Now it's replaced by food court. If you want Pittsburgh trivia? That's one of the big. You got it. For you. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, they're eating. <laughs> yeah, they're eating. Back and Dad like, says they eat like pigs, and like, what happened to your diet? They leave. Then that scene's over. Now, I, I didn't remember that happening, but I don't even remember like. And now Alex what? is trying to learn how to ice skate. Because uh, her friend is trying to be like, so Alex is a dancer. Her blonde friend is trying to be a professional ice ice, ice dancers. Yeah, ice dancers. Ice skateress. Ice skateress. Because every female version of a job has to have its own fucking dumbass name. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. And then that uh, that done. And then we're half an hour in, and nothing has happened. Not a damn thing. No, it's just been like I can even see if this half hour movie is just setting up. It's just like bits and pieces from her daily life, and mm-hmm. then the plot kicks in. But no, this is it for the next. And now half. the shitty cook is pacing the halls. He's nervous. He tells the boss, "I'm nervous," and so the boss punches him in the stomach, and I applaud. Yay! <laughs> Yay! Best thing that happened in this movie so far. God, this and, fucking guy. Oh. Now we gotta watch his shitty stand-up. Yeah, and then he—that's what guys and... come to strip clubs for. Yeah, jokes. But then Lee Ving's there, and he heckles him, and the guy gets all upset. No one's laughing. And then, well, like, Lee Ving's like, "Take a walk, bring on the bimbos." Why are you at this place? You have your own strip With club. Fully naked women. Why? Why? Why go to this bar? I just appreciate the. It's dancing. the most Mr. Mr. Rogers PG thirteen strip club there's ever been. Why? Yeah. Why mm-hmm. you're wasting your time and money here? Oh my so god. Then, then this terrible comedian mentions the Steelers. Oh yeah. And dude. now the crowd's on his side. Yay, Steelers! Yeah, it mentions Franco Harris. Uh, yeah, Go Steelers! That is that is a documentary of Pittsburgh right there. You just <laughs> mentioned sports. Because there's nothing else. Pittsburgh didn't have anything else but sports stuff. So, yo, yeah, Franco Harris. Fuck yeah. And so yeah, yeah. that suddenly wins the crowd over for him. Yeah, and then yeah. they're laughing. Sure movie. Can't <sighs> keep, get, this scene, guy. You can't keep fuck. a scene going for more than 20 seconds. And this is what you linger on? This asshole telling jokes? Fuck you. Oh, and one of the randos in the crowd is Robert Wool, who played Arliss and the dipshit reporter from Tim Burton's Batman. Yeah. He just showed it literally just one shot. He's like, bah, 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 bah. Hmm. And I was like, okay. And now some chick totally covered in glitter is going to dance. Yeah. <laughs> what was had, this movie's body had, glitter budget? Had this choreographer of this movie ever been to a strip club? Do you know what sexy dancing is? Is this what strip clubs which, were like in 1980? We should have made no which dance routine this is. Because there's so many in this there, movie. It's but... some lady covered in glitter and she like falls against a wall and stuff. It's, just, oh, okay. it's terrible. It's, it's not just, worth yeah. remembering. Well, that's the thing. It's not even... 
it doesn't even seem to be like dance. It's like kind of interpretive dance, but just dumb. It's like I know in the late seventies and early eighties, there was this whole dance craze with Fame and yeah. Footloose and all this stuff. But this movie barely counts. Well, also just even uh, aside it's from exactly terrible. what kind of artistically what kind of dance she's doing, this is not a good strip club. No, it's material. awful. This is just like the fuck am I watching? Yeah. Every every three seconds, somebody should stand up and say, "I can't nut to this," and walk out. It just turns into a conga line of everyone slowly walking out the door, yeah. Oh my god, so yeah, this, this is the point where I made a note of, so is there a fucking plot to this film? Well, Mr. Body, like, is this just... Mr. Body calls Alex over, he grabs her ass, she pours beer on him. And then the, store, the, the, the bar is closing up, and he's waiting outside his car. I guess we're gonna try to get serious with this shit now. Yeah. So he's there with Jonah Hill. <laughs> Jonah Hill... She's with Jonah the, Hill being the shitty comedian. No, the Mr. Body's with Jonah Hill, his fat bodyguard. Oh, that's dude. right. Yeah, because he is. Yeah. And and she comes walking out with the bad comedian. They argue. He grabs her. Stuff happens. Jonah Hill punches the bad comedian in the face. I cheer again. Yay. But then Mr. Body's like, dude, what are you doing? Come on. That's. I guess he only wanted to rape her, but not punch anybody. Like, <laughs> I don't know where's the guy's like know. where he draws the line. Like, but then. The fucking her boss from the steel mill's like, you should get out of here. I guess and he's been following her. I don't. Well, he's sitting in his because he's sitting in a car. Yeah, he's, he's just been watching the numbers. I guess. But well, I guess he does go to that Mr. bar. Mr. Body's like, you don't run this part of town no more. <laughs> and then he leaves. Which I don't. Does what the hell does that mean? I don't like, know. Did he also own a strip club in I this part of town know. that like he has territory? Just... It's a needless conflict and a needless I, scene. Yeah. He offers her a ride home. But she got a ride. She hop on her bike and bike home. He follows her in her Porsche. Not to be creepy at all. And she's like, look, I don't, told you I don't think that's a good idea to go out with bosses. And he's like, have it your way. You're at f- Burger King, you'll be fired. Flame, bro. <laughs> You're fired. I'll pick you up tomorrow at 8. Which? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. Also, thumbs up like a Mentos commercial. Yeah. yeah. So, now everybody's watching her friend <laughs> Ice this dance. movie. I guess the movie wants us to know that's a form of dance, too. Which, uh, presumably, they just filmed this also at the mall again, but they try to make it like... Is it? Okay, so I was wondering... There's not stadium seating at the mall. It's <laughs> oh, in the I was, fucking... I was going to ask, is this fucking cold as shit there? Because everybody's like, oh, shit, fuck. It's really cold watching these but ice skaters. Well, it's weird because I guess they didn't want to show it was in a mall, so that's why everything's so dark. Yeah. And so, but then, like, off camera, you can see, like, everyone's supposed to be like... I'm assuming they must have filmed this at the same music hall where they like, they show a recital later or something like that, but, like, it just kind of cracks me up just knowing it, like... Having eaten at the food court where this this uh, ice rink used to be, I'm like, this is totally not what this, this space looks like. But yeah, her friend is ice skating, falls on her ass like three times. Yeah. Like, uh, not really and like, in a sad way. they're also very careful to backlight her, so you never see that it's not the actress. I didn't even think about that, but that's She falls true, on her yeah. butt, and there goes the super competition. She falls over again and just fucking gives up. She just sits there. And no, I was so invested in Jazzy. Jeannie. Her name's Jeannie. Is Jeannie not the blonde? Fuck, I don't know. Because I thought this was because I because like again I thought this was the waitress at the at the bar. I think it's slash to comedian's be. boyfriend because yeah, like yeah. her fucking up this competition is what drives her to be yeah. so sad sack later. Yeah. Like she ends up dancing at Zanzibar. Yeah. So this is not her also her best I, friend that she was. I think it's I think Jeannie are all the same person. Fucking someone write in Siri. You got no, my email don't watch address. this. No. <laughs> You don't want to even bother after reading so the explanation. So then she's sad in the locker room, oh. and her dad comes in, and gives her a Pepcot. He says, "I still love you. Pepcot. You bounced real good." Oh yeah, he bubble. Then, then 
Alex and her boss leave the place, which I I know this front of this place is not exact because <laughs> it's just got neon signs in the window that just say Iceland. Does it? Yeah, I that? guess that's the name of the skate park. It's Iceland. He's like, what you want to eat? Steak? Chicken? I love it. Stuff. And she's like, pizza! So they pick up pizza and go back to her place. And she's like, you? He's like, you live here? And she's like, yeah, I used to be a warehouse before I moved in. Nah, it's still a warehouse. You just live in <laughs> one tiny corner of it. Yeah, yeah. it's a, that does not change with you being in here. She tells him a story about going to the symphony while getting undressed under her clothes. Yeah, she does do the... I didn't realize this turns into the poster because... Well, she's dressed up when they go out on their date. She goes into her room real quick. She comes back. She's dressed exactly the same, but now she's throwing a sweatshirt over her, mm-hmm. uh, over her top. And she comes back down. She actually does this crazy thing where she's wearing a super uh, skinny, restrictive leather skirt. Yeah. And so she wants to sit down in front of him. So she just hikes the skirt up yeah. all the way up to her hips, sits down so she can spread her legs. And she's sitting there with a lead uh, legged with like high heels on, talking to the guy. And she's trying to take her bra off underneath her sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I didn't realize this image. I was just impressed by how brazen she was. Like, ah, fuck it. I'll just lift up my skirt so I can I'm sit a welder. What you going to do? I'm a welder. You know, I ate out of a lunch pail. And, uh, yeah, she goes to take off her bras up. But, yeah, this beca- this image became the poster. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, she starts talking about, like, haven't you ever thought about what the music yeah, looked yeah, like? Uh, if you close your eyes, you can see the music. Have you tried to see the music? Come on, close your eyes. Fucking, what are you talking about, bitch? There's no music playing. He can't close his eyes and listen to the music. There's no music. And he closes his eyes and being like, I don't see anything. There's no music. She cray cray. Yeah. Okay, and then he's like, well... I had a great time telling him get the hell out of here. But then she's like, don't you want pizza? So they make out. <laughs> Good movie. He wakes yeah. up in bed the next Can't day. Can't you want tongue cheese on my pepperoni lips? He wakes up in her bed the next day. Oh, yeah, and the dogs give him the stink eye and he gets scared. Scene end. Yeah. She's grinding at the factory the next day. Yeah, she's she's and still working comes, on that same chunk of metal. She's been working on that whole movie. And she's like, little late, aren't you? <laughs> and now they're having a fun montage. What the fuck is going What's on? What's the in this montage? Movie? Like them walking down train tracks, being like, hey, "Oh, just man, being, man. oh, doesn't he take her out, like on a date to like the fucking steel millers, like yeah. an actual abandoned steel mill, yeah, homestead steel mill? And yeah, that's a big like shopping some ab- complex, abandoned apartments and stuff." Um, I was gonna say maybe this is the same steel mill from Rebel like, Cop, but I think they filmed that outside of town. She does some like dancing in a doorway, or to be ac- absolutely correct, some lady in a terrible wig <laughs> does some dancing in the doorway. Yeah, there's a reason why she has a face hiding like, firm in this movie. She's like, I'm not a dancer, but I read books and I watch. I've never taken a class in my life. Mm, never gonna get a job in the dance world. Mm-hmm. Mosa. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. So she spouts some bullshit. About how she wants some to... utterances. Yeah, she wants. She just wants to go out there, and when the music starts, her body just moves, and then uh, that explains why it looks the way it does. I don't believe in discipline or training. I just, <laughs> I just do what I feel. You like dancing like Jimmy Pesto Jr. And I Bob taught Burgers. myself, so I expect everybody to just love me I for it. I live in a fucked up fairyland of mushy expectations. I know you trained for 20 years of your life real hard well, to fuck. get the job, but I taught myself. I feel the music. <laughs> so, God damn. he wipes tears from her face because she wanted to dance so hard. And then she takes his hand and makes a Makes him touch her boobie. But it's on her titty. I'm like, man, I wish they this kiss. happened more often to me. We're like, <laughs> well, I had a flashback to the kathump kathump thing and yeah. dirty dancing we just talked about. Like, of like, but this is like more brazen. Not so much kathump kathump. Just like, put your thumb on my nipple. Mm-hmm. Pretend you're playing Space Invaders. Then they they kiss. Then that scene's done. 
Right, we're back to the bar. Wait, if we ever have merchandise for the podcast, we need a button that that's, just says that, that, that scene that, that scene done. We'll return after these messages. Where are those guys? Tuck out! Tuck out! I am! I am! Atari product available at these fine stores. There's something here. Something wonderful. E.T. glasses have come to your hometown. E.T. glasses showing four unforgettable moments with E.T. And where can you find them? Pizza Hut. Just order a medium or large Pizza Hut pan pizza and get two 16-ounce ET glasses for 99 cents. Collect all four ET glasses only at Pizza Hut. And now we continue with Dr. No. So some high-contact shitty dancing starts where TV is blowing her. <laughs> 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 that sounds a bit well, more. I mean, how much money are these dancers making that they can afford, like, props for every dance to have a different change a of costume, props, crazy epileptic seizure inducing lighting? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, but yeah, she's like in a big baggy Her face fucking is painted suit. white. Mm. Yeah. She's trying to be is all this, Blade Runner and like, shit. Like, is this supposed to be sexy? The fuck is this garbage? I don't garbage? know if she's making a it's statement, but yeah. terrible. When she starts dancing, she strips off her outfit. She's got like an 80s fucking the most 80s fucking big ass shoulder pad dress on. And like, why is the owner of the stri- other strip club always at this bar? <laughs> yeah. Like, th- this Doing is Doing research? Not, no. is this, is, is this really the main competition for his and multi-girl he, titty bar? He asked, what's her name? I, it's not Penny, it's uh... Pingleton? No, the blonde girl. Jeannie? Jeannie. He asked Jeannie why she doesn't dance. And he's like, you know how to do the horizontal mumbo? And he's like, oh, I feel bad for what I said. Here's a, here's a hundred dollar tip. It's his way of saying sorry. Yeah, and Jeannie shows incredibly bad judgment in that she's righteously offended at first, and then suddenly she's like, oh, thanks for the money. She gets really happy, and I'm like, oh, Jeannie, you're a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know you need the money. You can just take it, but it could have been less, like, a little bit less, like, oh, that's so cool. You're a nice guy anyway. Like, no. Back to the shitty dancing with a strobe effect. Hot damn, it's Which headache Which goes inducing. on for a long time. And, like, even the, like, is it the owner or one of the guys shows up, and he's just, like, even he's Yeah, like, the owner's like, oh, no, what the no, hell is this shit? What the and again, mo- I don't know how they're making money. Out. Like, no one's made, like no one's throwing money on the stage to like give tips or anything. Because like that. to enjoy this, you've got to be drunk off your ass. So they're selling a lot of booze. <laughs> he's just salt. He, he's not even serving like real booze. It's just like industrial grade like well, alcohol. No, they, they don't have manufacturing alcohol. They don't have it in the movie. But after every dance finishes, the chick just goes Steelers, and money just throw- <laughs> yeah. money is just tossed at the fucking Boys, stage like bills, crazy. Everything just woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see a sketch where one of somebody dresses like Mr. Rogers or like mm-hmm. yeah, get, actually get some Pittsburgh pride going on there. But yeah, oh, and in God. a movie full of garbage, this dance scene might be the most garbage scene. Yet. Oh, the 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 dance, the white face, yeah, the strobe, TV thing, fucking awful. <sighs> it goes on forever too. It just really just man. Yeah, and I you know what this is. The, I think this may have been the point where I paused it and I was like, this must be getting toward. And like, no, it's how we're halfway through. Yeah. It's like holy shit. Nothing's happened. So I guess Alex's gonna go to the ballet, see the ballet with the old lady from earlier. 
the fuck is this setup? Could they not afford to rent a theater? There's no stage. They're just dancing in front of a doorway. That's not how ballet works. There's a fucking stage. The fuck? And then I was hoping to see actual dancers dance. But no, it's 12 <laughs> seconds. They stop. And fuck it, we have to spend six minutes watching some lady fall on her ass and ice skating. I will tell you what happened. So, where they filmed them dancing uh-huh. is in the same marble hall where, like, the girls were, like, practicing for the repertory thing. Mm-hmm. We're back inside the Carnegie Museum. Yeah. Uh, they're dancing in front of the door that takes you to the music hall where there is a stage <laughs> that they could have filmed at. That I guess they were not allowed Perfect. into, except for the reverse angles where you see the crowd. They are sitting in the t- in in the chair in the in the seats above the stage where they could have filmed an actual stage. It's the weirdest thing. So at some point they did go through that door and actually filmed like reaction shots of the and- crowd in those seats. But instead of filming them on the stage, they took them back out and put them in front of the doors to to the whole arena thing. And this is supposed to be a gala. <laughs> I know. Yes, one of those highest pollutant galas where we dance in front of a door without a stage. <laughs> door, there's no, yeah, exactly. With like, smell it. This is. I was wondering, like, yeah, I don't know, I don't. I thought maybe that maybe they just thought it looked cool for whatever they were doing, but yeah, I can't t- attest to the dancing quality or anything like that. But yeah, can't watch any actual ballet in a movie where somebody's life dream is to be a ballet dancer. Sure. Yeah. So she sees Nick getting in a car with another blonde lady, also leaving the ballet. I guess. She bikes to his house, throws a rock at his window. You son of a bitch! <laughs> and then lights come on inside the house, and she runs away like a pussy. <laughs> it's really like, you think you could actually stage the confrontation She's here, good at yeah. that. She's very good at running away. <laughs> Biking slowly into the distance, yeah. Back at her place, her radiator leaking. Nothing comes of it. I do. She, I, she does come in, and she's like, oh, was this you? Is this the radiator or you, dog? And the dog's yeah. like, I don't do shit. And she's like, oh, no, it's a bust radiator. The shitty comic comes up and is leaving for L.A. to die alone in the gutter. It's so sad. I was so attached to this poorly written character. Yeah, I know. He's trying. He hopes he can start. Oh down man, Periscope everybody's someday. following their dreams but her. So, I do like she gets down on her hands and knees and starts like like scrubbing the floor like in her like fancy like opera getup though. Mm. Well, so that that scene's done. Uh, but unfortunately, he's not done in the movie. I really wanted him to never come back, but he comes back. So the next thing, rest easy knowing he did not make it in L.A. He probably <sighs> became a strong-out junkie and died in, like, 1985. She's buying her lunch the next day at a food truck. Nick yeah, comes at in the and construction tries to site, buy steel mill, whatever yeah. the fuck it is. Nick With the in... black, <laughs> she's buying from the black guy, black lady who runs the, the snack uh, cart, too. Yeah. Nick tries to buy it for her, but she yells at him as a bunch. They fight. And, and I love that, the reaction of the black like, lady's like, I'll sell you with that blonde, you fucking asshole. He's like, that was my ex-wife. I gotta go to this shitty fucking gala where nobody can dance on the stage once a year now they're back together they solved everything it is a cute thing it's almost like her anger wasn't justified and if she had just talked to him like a fucking adult that is the closest thing like 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 a plot con uh plot oh i thought you were gonna say that's the closest thing to what a pittsburgh girl is actually like (laughs) just like super petty and (laughs) Uh, but that is the closest thing to like a plot complication that happens in this movie really Mm -hmm. um i yeah i do like like the black uh fat black lady who's running the lunch uh truck Mm -hmm. she she just kind of like laughs like kind of smiles while they're fighting i do like there's a great chorus of construction guys just watching them fight and they all clap and applaud when she finally gives in and like like yeah. not she doesn't give the boyfriend a hug but she like leans in on his shoulder and everyone's like hey, boo, yeah. boo, boo. 
That's a cute moment. Yeah, now he knows you're fucking crazy. Still doesn't psychopath. excuse the rest of this movie just being a wasteland of stupid shit, but yeah. So there you go to a fancy diner. Or dinner. The Grand Concourse at oh. Station Square. <laughs> I've eaten here? Yeah. Uh, it's, was uh, anybody wearing, any ladies in there wearing an ugly tuxedo? It was actually up until 1989, it was obligatory. All people had to wear like a big shoulder tuxedo mm. with no shirt under, except for like a little like <laughs> fucking dicky. fake, yeah, fake dicky. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is actually also, uh, if you've ever seen Dogma, there's a scene where they have a fancy dinner. Uh, at a, like a big fancy restaurant. This is that same place. Mm. Um, this is also uh, right next to the bookstore where I bought my first Indiana Jones Choose Your Own Adventure books when I was 12 years old, too. Oh, okay. So just throwing that out there. But yeah, fancy dinner time. They're eating lobster. He asked she's her how the like lobster is. She's all weird. I think she's supposed to be eating it erotically, but it's fucking gross. Well, she's she's like, about... the lobster's getting... But she's got like strings it. up in her teeth and like yeah. rubbing it around her tongue and I'm like, <laughs> fucking yucko. Well, and then she takes she... her shoe off and starts rubbing his dick with her foot. Yeah. Quentin Tarantino's instant boner watching yeah. this movie. He probably saw this when he was 12 and this changed him for the rest of his life. But And then his ex comes up with a stupid hat on, <laughs> throws some barbs at them, shit talks to steel mill. He takes that steel mill. That's why he takes all his first dates. And then Alex takes off her tux jacket. She's wearing a dicky underneath. She says she fucks his brains out. The ex says obviously and leaves. <laughs> to be fair, it's a little more pointed than the way you describe it. But yeah, <laughs> the ex is being passive aggressive. She, she gets not even aggressive. She gets titty aggressive back. Yeah. Yeah. I do like she's not even wearing a bra or anything like that. No. She's just wearing the dicky under the thing. The fuck? Yeah. I don't. And then she just continues to eat. Like, presumably they just finished their dinner at this grand concourse where she's practically She's just like, watch me suck off this lobster tail. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna eat the pudding with my hands. I'm gonna run it all my face. No, thank you. <laughs> Jennifer Beals, they take Jennifer Beals out to eat. It's like taking a five-year-old out to eat. <laughs> what a big, I want big... my back to Tito. Oh, God. So what and happens at this point, next? At this point, I'm sitting in my room. I have one note left, so I'm, that's how I'm, I'm disengaging I'm, I'm out for the rest of the movie. I'm sitting in my office watching this movie, and I just start looking around, hoping somebody will materialize to explain to me what the fuck is going on in this <laughs> for the past hour of my life. Oh. But nobody's there to do it. I'm all alone. All alone with Flashdance, a place nobody should ever be. Sounds like the title of a terrible auto. <laughs> all alone with uh, Flashdance, an autobiography <laughs> by Daniel Brutus. <laughs> So they're yeah. now they're in bed after after sex, talking about his shit. Who cares? This isn't gonna affect anything yeah. in this movie. It's all bullshit. The writer of this is Drek and should be ashamed. I can't believe this this writer wound up like becoming the biggest. He like wrote Showgirls and shit like that. Ah, uh, Showgirls. Which I mean it makes sense. That he makes wrote sense. garbage, but yeah. like the fact that he became the most celebrated writer in Hollywood, like just less than a decade after that, is fucking mind blowing. So she gets the form to fill uh, to join the ballet school. Fucking, I don't know. Then Nick goes inside somewhere to talk to the secretary that she got the form from. She doesn't know. And then he goes to a payphone. Oh, because at first... Uh, and tells somebody he needs a favor for a special friend. Because he's, he's friends with the Arts Council that yeah. runs this dance academy. Mm -hmm. That's why he was at the opera earlier yeah. with his ex-wife. Yeah. yeah. And, and fuck that, man. She has zero ballet slash dance training. People who work their ass off their whole lives for a chance to audition at this place, apparently. But her boyfriend makes some calls and gets her an audition. Fuck you as a dancer. Mm -hmm. Bunch of bullshit. So now it's Halloween! Even the though earlier in the film they've been walking through streets downtown where it says happy holidays on the windows mm -hmm. and shit. Throw it out and, there. And, and, which, the bar is closed for Halloween. Yes. You should definitely close your bar on one of the busiest drinking nights of the year. 
Make good sense. I swear to God, this bar must be a uh, front from the mafia because I have no idea how this fucking place stays in business. Oh, good. Richie the Oh, because well, there's a guy in a crocodile. You're spoiling the surprise because oh, there's a guy a in a crocodile that walks into yeah. the bar. And yeah, it's an asshole in a crocodile outfit. Fucking great. I'm so glad this awful character's back. Yeah, your favorite. It's, it's like when Han Solo comes back in the end of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Aren't you happy? Yeah. Yeah. But Genie is dating Mr. Body now, which makes his shit cook sad. I can't handle this drama. It's all too much. So later, Alex checks her mail. She got a letter from the dance place, but she can't open it. She at work. She nervous. She opened it. She gets excited. She got an audition. Oh, goody, goody. She totes didn't earn it. Hip, hip, hooray. She goes to see Hannah, the old lady. And she's like, what if I don't make it? And the old lady's like, you will. I know you will. Fuck that. She should be like, well, then you try again. Keep trying. I don't know. Fucking do it. Like, there's no guarantees. That's what, guarantees that's what happens with Especially auditions. Especially someone who's like a dancer like her, you think she would appreciate it. Like, you can't guarantee you'll get it, but like, I'll give you words of encouragement, but even if you fail, like, you try again. Yeah. Yeah. Ah! So now she's driving with Nick. She's super stoked. He's like, oh, I got us in at a restaurant. I called him yesterday. Nick is a fucking idiot. He said we got scene. something worth celebrating. This makes her very mad. She gets out of the car and be like, "You, I didn't give it a letter just today. How'd you know you were going to be celebrating big news yesterday? Stop the car and she gets out in the fucking tunnel. Throws this her is the Blade Runner tunnel, yeah. yeah. Throws her shoes at him and storms off. She's fucking crazy. We are in agreement that she would have never landed the audition if it hadn't been for him, though, right? Absolutely. I mean, yeah. He's an idiot for saying this. because mm-hmm. sh- But she is also completely justified in him being an idiot for telling her this because now she knows... She can never, even if the audition goes perfectly, she can never know for the rest of her life for sure whether or not she got this audition on her own merits or her entire career. I'll tell you, she didn't get the audition on her own merits. Yeah. Because the big thing that they point out every time they hand out the forms, write down all your past dance experiences, where you studied for how long, and do that. And she doesn't have any of that. So she wouldn't. They would have taken it and gone. No dance experience. We're not fucking taking, wasting our time with that yeah. and throwing it in the trash. Me, we'll talk. Well, we're almost there. We'll, there's it's like else it's like applying for college, and it's applying for Harvard and listing your past schooling, and it just says <laughs> Sesame Street. I found some good books in a dumpster. I watched Sesame I Street when I was good, a kid. Right? Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Fuck so, Jennifer Beals in this movie. Fuck everybody in this movie. So, she she's sat at home. She's got the phone off the hook. But then she hangs it up, picks it up to call G- the club. And everybody's like, where you been? She's like, I don't know. I have been sad. I want to talk to Jenny. But she doesn't work there anymore. Oh, no. She works at Zanzibar. It's an actual strip club with actual boobies. Where she can actually make some real money. Even yeah. though she has to be naked. But yeah, Jeannie, So Alex because... goes to rescue her? I, I don't understand. This scene was important. So she's gonna just gonna drag her back to the first shitty bar. Yeah, like I can see that. Don't waste work your for, time like, here making like, actual money. Come waste your life at this bar. Yeah, you do actually get to see some actual ass and like behind vaginas hanging out and stuff yeah. in this scene. But yeah, her genie's like dancing on the floor, showing her vagina to a bunch of guys while she's kicking her legs in the air like a baby. And Alex just walks in, pretty much drags her off the stage and out of the bar. Yeah, yeah. And that's the last we see of Mister Body. Yeah, this is nothing, and we never see anything with Jeannie again, too. It's yeah. all just kind of like, well, I guess she saved Jeannie, and Jeannie goes back to her old job being a waitress, and nothing 
That's she saved the end. That's and the end of her arc. She's destined to wallow in mediocrity in downtown Pittsburgh. Congrats, good job, yeah, Alex. You was, did it for where her. All magical things happen yeah. in downtown. Pittsburgh. She could have worked at an actual strip club for a couple months or a year or two, saved up enough money and gotten the fuck out of there. But no. It's important she does not show her boobies to men that will give her money for yes, that. Yes, now she has more respect when her boobies are thinly veiled at a much worse strip club right mm-hmm. down the road. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I think Jeannie in 1987 put, sold me a pack of peanuts at a, a 7-Eleven. <laughs> I think that's what happened to her. Uh, but yeah, Jeannie. So Alex goes home. Satisfying that her job is done and she has saved the day, nothing bad mm-hmm. will ever happen to any of these people again. Nick is there. They argue some. She puts a cigarette in her mouth. Now she this, suddenly smokes. For the sole reason so he can take it away and be like, you're not old enough to smoke. Meaning she's immature. She is. She slaps him a bunch. It is kind of weird. She's kind she's, of a cunt. She's like 18. He's like 40. He's turning. Uh, he, well, he's she's a, turning to he's a, a creepy asshole. asshole. She's petulant. These, both, both these people are fucking stupid. Yeah. He's like, you're scared to go there, so you're using me as an excuse Which not to go. True. Don't you understand? You give up your dream and you die. See ya. And he leaves. It's very motivational. Dun, dun, dun. Thank goodness. Only ten minutes till the credits. <laughs> the Biscuits will return after these messages. Now, at JCPenney, new from Atari, Hangman, heading your way with a special offer. Only from JCPenney. Purchase a Pac-Man video game cartridge and another Atari cartridge, or Pac-Man and an Atari video computer system, and get a free Pac-Man t-shirt. Pac-Man and JCPenney. If it's not the fastest moving fun you've ever had, we'll eat our words. Jack Lambert has taken on Cowboys, Redskins, Raiders, and Vikings. Now, he's gonna take on Kennywood Park. (laughs) Kennywood Park, the undefeated roller coaster capital of the world. I'll get you next time, Kennywood! And now, back to the biscuits. So This is only a 90 minute movie. Like I said, if this man, this is a rough patch of road, man. She rides up one of those strange uphill trolley things that I've never actually seen in it's real life. It's an incline. Is it? That's one of Pittsburgh's few famous things. There's the Duquesne Incline, mm. which is actually, like, she would have gotten on, like, the, 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 the fancy restaurant at Station Square is right at the base of where she would have gone. Mm. I don't know where she's going because that is, <laughs> like, it doesn't go, it goes up to, there's, there's like a nice looking point out in Mount Washington where you can see the rest of the city, mm-hmm. but it's like she would be taking that to go on a job or anything like that. I guess she's, Maybe this she is just her wants just, to like, ri- wandering she, around town. She rides it up to the top and just bikes down hills. Whee! Well, you can do that too. I don't know. Maybe she wouldn't, I don't know, but yeah. They just I, want to show off that one little bit of Pittsburgh randomly. I, 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 well, I guess she go in the old lady. The old lady lives up there because she goes to the old lady's nope, place. The old lady actually lives And my the note place. is maybe she's dead and that'll give her the drive to go to the audition. Oh! So Alex goes in and is like, You could have been a millionaire scriptwriter. Hannah, Hannah? And random lady goes, she, she's dead. She died yesterday. Okay. And that's it. That's the explanation. No, sorry, or did you yeah. know her or anything? Alex like that? picks up some old point shoes that Hannah apparently just kept laying on the ground. Yeah. And now Alex is sad. All that old lady wanted was for her to dance. This old lady, we have no idea what her connection to Alex was. Or like, yeah. <laughs> I was very invested in their friendship. 
Uh, I am invested by the fact that when uh, Hannah Lee or when Alex leaves, you see that she lives right by the old Stroh's clock, which places her uh, house in the South Side Flats. Not far from where I grew up. Ah. Uh, in fact, actually, uh, right behind her house would have been the Giant Eagle food so- uh, supermarket <laughs> that my family always went to when I was a kid. And this is also just right around the block from, uh, yeah, a magazine shop where I bought my first uh, so EGM. The next time you talk to your mom, you can be like, do you know we live near Hannah? Hannah lived. Oh, we could have <laughs> moved into her house after she died. But yeah, that, that big Stroh's clock in the background, that's a big landmark of uh, mm. south side of uh, Pittsburgh. But yeah. So now Alex um, is sad and smoking. But I, you know, I, in fact, I probably actually walked past that house because mm. I spent a lot of my, like, the, the, yeah, bumming around like in that part of town. So, but yeah. And I thought she was going to dance her feelings out, but she doesn't. No, she's got to save her the energy. The movie is ham-fist enough to do that. Nope, no time for that. She's got to get her stuff from the bar. She's leaving. One of the dancers there tells her about her past. She has regrets. A few. I'm also very uh, emotionally attached to this random lady we've never seen before. Is this a black lady? No, it's a white chi- Like, white, maybe late 30s early 40s lady who's I've, like oh, i yeah, used she to is be older, a dancer yeah, she is like yeah she it's gets showtime kid <laughs> and then she goes out to dance she's smoking a cigar so, i forgot that earlier in the film there's a I, black I, you know, lady who says something about honky problems or something like that so, that cracked me up <laughs> i was really happy oh, to God. hear this random lady's backstory about how she wanted to be a dancer and i'm also glad that my typing was too loud and i missed most of it <laughs> It doesn't mean anything. Oh, no. I mean, she's, yeah. So that Alex goes to a confession. She's very sad. I guess she's at the audition now, ready to be judged. She pulls out a record out of her bag, puts it on the record player. All right, judges, get ready to be underwhelmed. Hey. What? Am I wrong? No. <laughs> and I like how even in canon, she fucks up well, the first well, time, too, when she's doing this. Time for her body doubles to shine. <laughs> all six of them are all lined up right off camera, getting ready. Yeah. Yep, she stumbles, and she's like, can I start again? You don't is, get this. this is, it's the main. She's dancing to Maniac, right? Yeah, and there's. Uh, or it's a feeling. I can't remember which because those. I can't remember. I think it's what a feeling. What? Okay. Yeah. And uh, you don't get to start again. You power through it I and was, you keep going. Yeah. And be a professional, of dang it, and dang nabbit. That's that's what because I've because uh, you know what I'm not a professional dancer, but I've seen even even in my fucking high school creative and performing arts high school. Well, that was just a high school where there were a bunch of yeah. dancers. And I saw dancers auditioning for separate stuff and that. And I, even then, fucking high school kids in this same fucking town, if you fuck up on audition, you don't ask to start over again. You just power through and yeah. finish it. Yeah, and it that's, says more that's, about you as a dancer how you continue after the fuck up exactly. than it does with the fuck up. So on top of the fact that she had this audition and essentially handed her on a silver platter, which is justifiably is driving her crazy, but this just even actually makes it sound like she's a fucking child. Like, I'm honestly, and she's not dancing well enough. I'm honestly, in a real world, she would not have been allowed to continue. Yeah. But yeah. Mm -hmm. Which doesn't really matter because it's actually not her. It's a black guy named Crazy Legs who breaks dance for her. So the judges are pretty bored by her body <laughs> doubles. There's the one lady, she's just like doodling on her paper. Yeah, but and, like, wait, yeah. they're starting to get into it. They're tapping their feet and shit. This is, I, I love how this movie turns into an 80s soda commercial where they're all like, so, this is totally boring and suddenly it gets radical. It's fucking terrible. I'm sure the dancers are very talented, but the choreography is rotten. Yeah. So she goes, she does turns and stuff. She changes into a man, does some flips and break dancing. It is funny because she, she grows a mustache. It is like in the Simpsons where they replace the Simpsons family with like an Estonian dwarf and all that stuff. Yeah. Like where like from shot to shot, she's suddenly like a five foot tall 
black man, and the next thing she's like a like a six seven foot tall like Latvian woman, and just like mm-hmm. yeah. Well, it's even when she's dancing, like even the choreography to the music doesn't seem to be that interesting. The she's only just time like, it's actually her it's is not when like she's with the like or anything bouncing like from one foot to the other, punching in the air because that's all she can do. Yeah. Um, she does do a crazy like leap through the air. Yeah, and, over like, the camera. Yeah, well, which obviously not a her. The dude, dude, a dude does a leap over the camera. <laughs> Oh. And, like, doesn't one of the ju- judges get so happy about it, they, like, weep? Did I, do I remember that correctly? That one of the, one guy's one tapping of the his judges foot. get glassy and, I was, like, covers I, their I, mouth? Like, oh, no, I was probably checking Twitter, so I may have mi- actually missed that shot. Because I was not, like, yeah, my, my, I was, like, one of the judges, and my, my intention was not uh, necessarily completely on her. But, yeah. How dare you, sir? So, that finishes. She runs outside, meets Nick, who is waiting with the true hero of the movie, the dog. He gives her roses. She pulls one out and hands it to him. Freeze frame. I thought my video broke for a second. I was like, wait, that's the end? <laughs> movie over. Thank. I mean, I was happy when it was finally over, but I was like, what? It's a pile of garbage. Yeah. It, it seems like someone trying really hard to catch it in the dance craze of the early 80s and failing. Well, like I said, according to the, to the internet, like half this movie was inspired because they just wanted to string together a bunch of cool music videos. Unlikable shallow characters, mm-hmm. scenes that make no sense, terrible dancing, dancing, bad wigs, fart, 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 poopy, poopy butt Which is, weird, is bad. I know this movie, like, the fashion and the music was so influential, I just assume the movie would have been a little bit better for how fondly remembered this is by some people who grew up with this movie. Mm-hmm. And, well, it was even great, actually, just looking up, like, contemporary reviews for this movie when it came out. Everyone was like, no, nah, this is fucking garbage. Like, well, they called it perfectly when this movie yeah. came out. They were like, this Aside is just the noise. Fact, the budget was $7 million, and it made $201 million at the box office. <laughs> people in the 80s Which... had no taste. Yeah. Uh, Dirty Dancing was way more, way, way more, more much better. Yeah, like because that was another. Well, that was five years after this, but like another dance-related '80s treasured film. But like this movie's just, yeah, it doesn't even hold. Like just, it can't hold its, its own attention. Yeah, no, it's 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 poopy. It's poopy. Um, Flashdance was also inspired by the real-life story of Marine Martyr, who was a construction worker by day and stripper by night in Toronto. She sold her life story to Paramount for $2,300 and wound up suing them again later after Flashdance wound up making more than $200 million, as you said. Uh, but she lost the suit since she just acted stupidly and she wasn't swindled or cheated. Oh, yeah. That, that's really... Actually, I even read the the, 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 the judge's statement. She was like... Or the judge was like, oh, yeah, no, she like even her lawyer was there who signed off on the contract. It's not like they cheated her. She just made a bum deal. She was stupid. Um, well, even without that... Her being a steelworker has no effect on anything in the movie. No, it's just a cute thing to be like, can you believe a woman, a stripper, could be a steelworker by day and then dance at night? Mm-hmm. What interesting life she must lead. Yeah. And it was actually, oh, I fucking hate Roger Ebert. Mm. Fuck that guy. I yeah. t- completely overrated critic. But I did read his He did not like Roger Rabbit. That says you know, all you need to know. Yeah, he's... But he did make a point about how uh, the actual life story of... Jennifer Beals, who was an actress, or who was a model-turned-actress, actually sounds more interesting than the actual story of the main character in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, you could probably made a better movie just about her, like, how about how she became a model pretending to be a dancer in a film and all this stuff. And how she, like, and it's just, yeah, no, this is... But, you know what is uh, fun with Roger Ebert? When he doesn't like something you also don't like... Well, you get to watch him rag on, on it. On, yeah. 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 Welcome, to, welcome to YouTube review videos. True that. 
uh, casting the lead role came down to Jennifer Beals, Demi Moore, and what's-her-face so-and-so. Ah! I, uh, her name was like Leanne Wing or something like that. Mm. I'd never heard the name before. Uh, supposedly, the final casting decision was the result of uh, Michael Eisner, who was the head of uh, Paramount then, hmm. before he became the head of Disney. Uh, Michael Eisner asking a bunch of Paramount secretaries which actress they would rather see in the film. Or the other story, which is probably much more likely to have happened. Michael a- Michael Eisner asking... Got a blowy. What? Got a blowy from her. Oh, from Jennifer Beals? No, I don't besmirch the name of Jennifer Beals. It's, it's not true. her fault. Jennifer Beals is the least reason why this movie's not good. Um, or uh, Michael Eisner asking 100 dudes on the street whether which actress they would rather fuck. Jennifer <laughs> Beals won. I'm sure that I don't. I, would, I don't know if way... my joke or that is creepier. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Jennifer Beals is cute. She got bug eyes, but you know she I, she's okay in this movie. I mean, For no matter as who they, much as the movie is, unless they I hired know. a real dancer, no one was every dance every. No matter who they cast, it was going to have to be replaced by a dancer yeah. most of the film anyway. Uh, yeah, not that the casting mattered that much, since the majority of the dancing was done by body doubles anyway, including a dude named Crazy Legs, who dressed like Beals for the bit at the end where she breakdances at her audition. In fact, if you stop the film at that moment, you can see that she's got a big, fat, thick mustache. <laughs> so, yeah, that's... Oh, man. That's Flashdance. What a turd. We should have done Flash Beagle instead. Yeah. Because I, I was a big fan of Flash Beagle as a kid. Mm. Uh, as a kid, I had my Jedi journal. Oh yeah, that I got for Christmas, a little little diary with Yoda on it. And one of my first entries was like, "Today with Christmas, it was really good. I got this diary and I watched Flash Beagle." <laughs> I I still Perfect. man, I wish I still had that journal. Um. Wow, that it just started raining outside. I completely lost my train of thought. Um. This, do you have any other? Even pit- God is weeping. <laughs> Since this is gonna be your only chance, you gotta. Oh no! You know what? This first time, I gotta take my top off when I'm on the rain. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, since you're not gonna have any other chance to do it, Bill, got any other Pittsburgh pa- facts for me? Pittsburgh facts. That we missed from um, the movie. Um, no. It's not worth the time. Heinz ketchup is made there. Oh. Uh, Michael Keaton and Jeff Gold. Is Jeff Goldblum from there? Mister Rogers was from there. Hmm. And that's all I know. <laughs> Seriously, uh, yeah. Welcome to Keith David's from Pittsburgh. Any um, other movies really take place in Pittsburgh that are worth place? a damn? Uh, Adventureland was filmed at Kennywood. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a movie starring Christian. Was it Christian Stewart and uh, what's his face? Take place while well, uh, the, the uh, Dawn of the Dead and Night of the Living Dead take place in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, Dogma was filmed there, even though it's not supposed to take place in Pittsburgh. I'm trying to think of anything else. Oh, uh, Perks of uh, Being a Wallflower was filmed and takes place in Pittsburgh. And that, mm. that's actually another movie where... Oh, man, they eat at a diner that I... did uh, a whole thing. That, yeah, which, which is funny because they actually go to a creative performing arts high school, that, which is supposed to be the same high school I went to. It's uh-huh. like, I don't know. But yeah, really, Pittsburgh. And I'm trying to... Th- you know what's going to kill me? Because as soon as we're done uh, recording, I'm going to think of a thousand other Pittsburgh facts. And I will <laughs> edit them in. So it's something like, here is Pittsburgh fact number 302. Mm. Nah, I don't think anybody wants that. Yeah. I don't think anyone's enough for Pittsburgh fans to die for <laughs> Bill. Send us some more Pittsburgh facts. Yeah. Just yeah, I mean, all you really need to do for Pittsburgh facts is say steal us, steal us. And then, hey, them penguins, right? And then everybody be from Pittsburgh like ah, that's us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess the, I guess the penguins did well this year. I think they won the Stanley Cup. Oh yeah, from what I saw. Yeah, distantly. Mm. I saw there was like a Blu-ray that just came out of like penguins in 2017 Stanley Cup champions. Ah. Blah blah blah. 
Uh, oh, uh, three day long riot. Amazing Pittsburgh fact: Central Three Mall, the mall I gr- uh, grew up uh, going to all the time as a kid, is about to shut down. That's the only other thing mm. I know. So yeah. had to boil your water to drink it. Yeah. Oh, it's great because Central Three Mall was built right next to a slag heap. Mm-hmm. Literally, the 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 the, the runoff from all the steel making mm. stuff. Yeah. It was just a giant mountain, which you think that would be poisonous. It probably is. I probably have yeah, breast probably. cancer as a result of like yeah. going to that mall right next to this giant iron slag heap. Yeah, sounds like a Pittsburgh facts. Depressing as fuck place to live. God, what are we doing next? What are we doing? Oh God, next? this is my choice. It is your choice. Mm. Should, Shall I... we? Are we gonna do something depressing as fuck, or something that'll lift us up at our fire? We will do something that lifts us up. Yay! Race balls, airplanes, plane planes. It's a airplane. Well, glad to Dip see those hippo. Ponytails, ponytails, tails. Woo! Glad to see that song has stuck with you so perfectly throughout the years. It kind of turns into a blur. After a while, you're not really paying attention to the lyrics. You're just kind of like jammed to that Ducktales beat. Uh, we're going to. This may be depending on what happens. This may be a Ducktales filled month because, um, the new Ducktales TV show, the, mm-hmm. the 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 relaunch of the new series, just aired its first episode yesterday. I watched it like 18 times. And I thought it was pretty good. And that got me thinking. I'd never seen DuckTales the movie before. Mm-hmm. That's uh, true. So we're going to do DuckTales the movie next. Hey! Search for the magic on. lamp, hidden mm. lamp or something like that. Something like that. I I, I would imagine it's probably not going to be that great because I'm assuming it's probably put together by the same TV unit who did the show. Maybe. Which The show was good. The show was good, but I don't know if it's quite up to theatrical Disney quality, especially in terms of the animation. Well, at least it wasn't a straight-to-video deal. Let's put it this way. For a DuckTales movie, I'm expecting the entire movie to look like the opening credits to DuckTales, mm. which is not going to happen. Because mm. those credits were done by, like, a Japanese studio. I think they were Toei Animation. I don't remember because it's been... Because it's so 30, good. 30 years since I've seen the like, movie. Like, yeah. Like, I want a DuckTales movie that looks like fucking... Some fucking anime shit. But if it, no movie looks like the opening credits... Or animation show looks like I know. the opening I credits to anything... Because that would be... You know what? If they just made a new... If they announced a new Ninja Turtles movie, they specifically came out and said, it's not going to be CGI, but it's just going to look like the opening credits for the 1980s cartoon. People would shoot themselves with joy. Yeah. And it's never going to happen. But yeah, so DuckTales the movie. Morty... No, no, I'm just saying I'm more bracing for, for a disappointment, but I'm, I have to go in with... Uh, my expectations checked. Although this does also got me thinking about doing Carl Barks, yeah. Uncle Scrooge stuff. So if anyone has any recommendations for a good story or reprint volume of those stories, that might be good to start. I've got a, a volume of that stuff coming to the house this week. So if that's good enough, I might suggest yeah. maybe we'll get you another copy. I always we'll preferred what's his name. Uh, oh, yeah. What's the uh, guy? Don Rosa? Yeah. Hmm. I always liked okay. his art style a little bit more. I don't know. Have they reprinted all of his stuff too? There's some of it out there, yeah. Don Rosa came after, though, right? Because yeah, I think he... so. Yeah, yeah, because I think the Carl's Carl inter- invented a bunch of the like Scrooge and all that. Yeah, because uh, from what I was reading, Carl Barks he was working conjunction with some other artists. He wasn't the only person working on Scrooge at the beginning. Yeah. Or he invented Scrooge, but there were other people doing uh, had, Donald Duck co- uh, comics. Yeah, when I was a kid, but, I had a big binder, like, probably, like, yeah. I don't know, five, six inches thick of nothing, but Jesus Donald Christ. Duck and Scrooge and well, I, I all those comics that you used to get at the grocery store. Up until, like, 1966, like, Disney never even credited any of their artists or writers, so everyone just knew that, like, there was the quote-unquote good duck artist, mm. and then later they found out that was actually Carl Barks, and so that, so, yeah, so he was lauded as, as the good duck artist, and I guess... There were other people working on the comic who were, I guess, were not the good artists, but 
that wasn't Don Rosa because I think Don Rosa the second generation who started like doing the comics when Carl Barks retired or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I guess, but we'll talk more about that next week as we talk about Ducktales, whatever or something, something the magic lamp. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm sure it's gonna be filled with rich, fantastic ethnic stereotypes. Probably. Yeah. I don't remember it like I said. Oh, you so seen can't it before? T- yeah, I saw oh. it when it came out. I saw it in theaters. Oh wow. Yeah. That's so sad. Why is that sad? That's because no, you don't remember anything. No one remember. Everyone loves Ducktales, but no one ever talks about the movie. I know that Christopher Lloyd's the villain. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, why is he not human? You're not a good villain. He was a villain in Food Fight. That's <laughs> already setting a bad precedent. He was great in the Evil Willy Wonka trailer. I showed you that. Oh God. Should we change our vote to Hercules 3D? It's not too late. No. <laughs> we were coming up with some pretty terrible ideas for what to do next. Yeah. If you get a moment, look up Her- Was it Little Hercules in 3D? Maybe it was 4D. I don't remember. I don't understand. Yeah. Look, Google that for some You can look at, find it on my Twitter. We don't want to turn into Nostalgia like Critic weeks. where we're just going out of our way to review bad shit no, all the time. I don't want to do but bad like... shit because that's a struggle. Uh, yeah. That man has far more willpower than I do. Uh... Uh, he muttered on Twitter. On Grumpy Turtle, Doug Grumpy Turtle on Twitter. Tardy Podcast on Twitter. Tardy Podcast like, oh. And now, Bill and I are gonna be maniacs on the floor and kind of prance our little feet <laughs> up and down I'm while picture- punching the air, leaving the basement. I'm, I'm picturing, like, Miss Piggy and Kermit when they dance, and sometimes they'll show the insert of, like, Kermit's feet, like, dancing oh, like, yeah. like, like, yeah. We're in a city of stone mm-hmm. made of steel made of stone do 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 I feel it so that, that was flashback it's bad don't flashback? watch it flashback oh that's a good game that's a good got game. good animation hard game yeah that's flash dance it's Man, bad we have really tuckered out yeah. we did so much dance talk today we you're gonna hear this in different weeks but we, we talked about both dirty dancing and flash dance uh we recorded both episodes in a row spoilers one was better than the other slightly <laughs> Oh my god, so... So yeah, if you want to hear about a good dance movie, go listen to Dirty Dancer Podcast. Yeah, just episode watch that again. We fear if I apologize for this episode. Mm-hmm. The movie was that bad. Yeah. It wasn't even that bad, it was so inert. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like it was acting... Mm, yeah, so... Imagine if it didn't take place in Pittsburgh, you would have had even less Oh, there was, this it. episode, this is already one of our shorter episodes. This would have been half an hour long. We have to do... What did it, you, it, it just would have been a half an hour of us making fart sounds in a Where microphone. did you grow up? We have to do a movie based where you grew up. I grew up here. Portland? Yeah. Any good... No. Well, you have the Simpsons, which is already kind of... Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's Astoria stuff with All the Goonies, Goonies and yeah. uh, Short Circuit. Those are filmed in <laughs> the same house. Is that the same house? Uh-huh. It's. I haven't seen Short Circuit since, like, 1989. Yeah, that's the Goonies house. Huh. Same house. I don't know. I don't know why Astoria just doesn't buy that house and turn it into a museum. Because I, I know it supposedly just changed for the longest time. They had a bunch of people there with like a giant Israeli flag that would chase people away from the house. Mm. And then supposedly they sold it again to another couple that I guess is more cool with people coming out of the house. And so if the house is up on sale, just buy the fucking house. I don't know. Fucking anyway. I guess maybe you can't zone it. What are we talking? about? We're talking about the zoning rights for the Goonies house. That means this episode is over. It's over and done with. Love you guys. Thank you for putting up with our bullshit. Thanks for listening. Okay. Next week we're going to talk about DuckTales. Oh, it'll be more fun. It'll be more fun at least. We can talk about how much we love ducks. Okay. Yay, dog. Yay. So until next time, keep filling your holes with pop culture. Good boy, I will go to take care, guys.